0: In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, how to start a successful CitySec meetup, part two. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast where you'll learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host, Timothy Block, and in this episode, we will be continuing our conversation on how to start a successful CitySec meetup with special guest, Johnny Christmas. And then we have uh, ITology, which is where we host ours, which is a it's like a it's a nonprofit that's like it's supposed to be like an incubator for like tech stuff. And so they mm-hmm. encourage like uh, groups and stuff. So if you can find one of those companies around there, they've they've given us uh, the facility to, you know, we get a projector. And if we need computers, we can get computers. But it's like it's pretty much just an open space. We don't pay for it. And um, they also have a website that they host events, so they like we can post our events. And I've actually started seeing more people like coming in saying, "Yeah, I saw it up on the website." Um, cool. Yeah. So so things exactly. like and they you know they they let us bring beer, so uh, you know we oh they, it's
1: critical, it's yeah. crucial.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's one of the biggest things. So yeah, we, uh, like I'm, li- I'm always very like I'm 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 the first guy that will not drink with you. Like if you don't drink, I'll hang out with you not drink. That's cool, uh, but like. It like you have most people want to have a beer when they're unwinding, and so you, you got to have a space. It seems where like beer is okay to have in there, um, and I found most people don't get drunk because if you're getting drunk at a meetup, you are meeting, you're doing meetups wrong. You are right, shooting right. yourself in both feet. Our our, t- our twenty six hundred group, uh, Chicago twenty six hundred, actually meets in a non. I believe it's a nonprofit space, but it is a space dedicated uh, to it stuff like that. And it's actually called space. Um, and before that, uh, one of the places they met at was, uh, a place sponsored by the YMCA. It was just a YMCA building that gave them a room like that they can use for free. And, um, one, another place they met up was a highway oasis. Um, in like behind the bank kiosk, which is like, if you ever were going to host like a, uh, a hacker meetup, especially like a 2600 one, which tends to be like more on the sketchy side of meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you think of a better like Mister Robot style place than a highway oasis behind the bank kiosk at like ten p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like where dead drops definitely happen. Right. <laughs> and it worked out great, and they were there for a very long time
0: yeah. because
1: the oasis has Wi Fi. It's got tons of tables and chairs, and mm-hmm. It's generally empty at 10 p.m. on a Friday, uh, so it worked out. But for whatever reason, they moved out of there to, uh, to a place back in the loop in the downtown Chicago, uh, maybe for ease of access for Chicago people. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they've been around forever. So wherever you can find, um, is, you know, that's, it's, it's got to be centrally located to your demographic. Um, so sometimes that's not necessarily going to be where you live. You might have to drive a few miles to get to your own meetup. Um, you you, you want to like, location is is key for getting the most people. Mm-hmm. If you're out in the boonies, eh, you you might like like Verbsec North is. You might only get eight people regularly, um, but they might be really cool people too. Otherwise, you're going to have to host it somewhere closer to civilization if you are just hell bent on like having double <laughs> triple digit attendance numbers.
0: All right, so. All right. I feel like we've talked about a lot of the topics that I wanted to cover. Um, what, what other preparation, I guess going back to when getting started, what, what were some of the challenges and some of the things we've talked about spaces, we've talked about marketing. Uh, we've talked about sponsors. What, what else needs to be done to get, just get something going? The,
1: the, the space is, is really uh a big deal. Um, and, Especially if you're, you're hosting it in a bar, you know, a public venue that caters to other people at the same time, um, which, which work out well. Uh, I really like that because you've got a wait staff. Um, you're not bringing your own beer uh, and dealing with all the mess and the cleanup. You don't have a room that you're responsible for cleaning up when you leave. And the next thing you know, everyone's gone and it's just you and now you got to start sweeping. Um,
0: well, I, I will say that our group is actually really good about that. We usually have like four to five people staying behind. That, yeah. that help well, clean so. up. And, and that is important too, especially since we're using it for free, we don't want to trash the place. And then yeah. like, yeah, you can't come back. So there's,
1: yeah. And there's always someone, who, you know, you'll get someone one time who's going to trash the pace, the place, make everyone look bad. Or, mm-hmm. um, but we, we, Burbsuck tends to use um, pubs, local pubs. And so the, the key ingredients <clears throat> for a really good meeting space in that regards are um, food, food and drink, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you're usually, ho- like we host them during the week, the week, and so it's usually right after work or an hour after work, and so people, are, people want dinner. They're hungry. So you want to make sure food and drink is there. So uh, not just a bar, but a bar with a kitchen. Um, you want to make sure that the wait staff and the bar as a whole is cool with divvying out individual checks for a group of X people. A lot of them are going to go, "No, i no more than, than two checks you know, per group. They don't want to be splitting you know, a check 30 ways. Uh, and so that's not going to work for you because a lot of people are going to come and go at their own pace. Uh, and if you got people ducking out before the whole gr- group ducks out, you almost always end up with the people who are left at the end paying a majority of the tab, you know, getting screwed on the money. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want a place where everyone can get their own check and that, that's not a problem. Um, and you want a place with weight staff that can handle a group of 10 to 30 people without freaking out uh, on a Thursday night? Uh, and, and I would say the most important thing is that the volume level of the place is such that av- normal conversations can be had uh, between you know small groups of people without having this blaring music going on. Um, There's this thing that started in like 05 or so uh, that's gradually gotten more popular where as the evening goes on, the music will get louder and louder and louder in the bar until like 10 PM when it's deafening. And there's no way you're able to talk to anybody else in this place. Uh, And that was based off the study that came out around then that said, uh, when people can't talk to each other, um, they'll, consume more to as just out of nervous habit and so if, if people can't talk to each other because the music's too loud all they have left to do is drink and then they'll spend more money drinking <laughs> and so and it was like this was a psychological study and it's right. totally true and so that's what all these bars are, are doing especially in like major cities if you go into even a bar on like a wednesday at like 10 p.m the music is cranked in there and you're like, what is this? Is this a club? I'm trying to have a beer. And that's why they want you to have seven beers. They want you to quit talking to your friend and start drinking. This isn't a library. Well, it's a bad. Job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't a Starbucks. Get out. You go talk at home. Um, and so, like, you want to find a bar that's not going to do that. That, you know, when 9, 10 p.m. rolls around, the music's still quiet. Or there's no music, so that you can still have these conversations. Because the entire point of this is conversation. It's networking. It's catching up. You want to be able to talk to the guy next to you without having to scream. Uh, you know, I've gone to some meetups and like woke up the next day and my voice was hoarse because I was yelling at the guy about freaking McAfee email gateway like some mundane <laughs> garbage. And now I can't talk at work on Friday. <laughs> because I was yelling at him in a dance club that I didn't know was going to pop up. So yeah, that's that's critical. Um, se- separate checks, quiet environments, good wait staff, food and beer. Those are, I would say those are your four necessary things for finding a great space for your meetup. Yep. Yep. I,
0: we don't have that problem. So we don't we sure. control that environment. So, and I, I, I like that because that I think that is very important. Um, yeah, again, everyone has their
1: own environment. Like right. wherever your meetup is, You got to make sure it's conducive to conversation and relaxation. It's going
0: to fit your format is is essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So that fits your format. Great. So let's, and that's, I think yours is more of a challenge finding something like that. Cause we have, like I said, we have our December meetup, which, which is in a restaurant. It's always like, well, where do we want to go? You know, is this venue going to be this way? This, you know, and it's, you just never know.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Sh- Sec had that problem because they would—they didn't even have a set venue. They—they they tried to, but every now and then, like it would be booked for a private event, and then they'd mm-hmm. have to, like that day figure out where else to go. And they were in the heart—the heart of the most densely populated part of Chicago. And so you—you you can't just tell you know seventy people ah oh, go to this bar because there's already one hundred and fifty people in that bar. You can't add seventy more and have any kind of a good time. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really rough thing they ran into sometimes
0: how important is a is a website for for a meetup
1: um <sighs> like i guess do you I'm have sure. i should check the stat the visitor stats we have we have a burbsec.com and uh, that lists all of the burbsecs on it and i don't even know what the visitation to that site looks like and i can go check um, it's, it's all static information. We don't, we don't really change venues at all. So there's no need for constant updates to the website. Uh, it's more of to, it's a, it's a catch for the people who are like, Hey, I heard about this Burbsec thing. Let me check Burbsec.com to see what's up. Like, it's just to catch those people who caught it, you know? in conversation and decided to go Google Burbsec or look at com to see. So we wanted just to just make sure that there's something there. Um, I, I don't think that that's a thing many people do anymore. That's a very Y2K thing. The, let me go look at company.com to see what's up with them. Uh, you know, now it's more, um, like I just found out at least out in Chicago. It's more, let me go look at meetup.com and see what infosec groups are out there. So I, it's definitely, Necessary to have a web presence, uh, what that web presence is uh, may vary. Uh, Currently, again, I'm a big fan of meetup.com because people are already there looking for it. Um, And uh, our Twitter accounts also have a lot of followers. Twitter seems to be Mm -hmm. uh, big uh, in the InfoSec industry uh, and definitely big in Chicago. I know a lot of InfoSec people in Chicago who don't even actively post on Twitter, they literally use it as a news feed. Uh, and so they find a lot of BurbSec stuff on there. Uh, I'll ask a lot of people, hey, how'd you hear, uh, hear about this? And I'm always asking people. Anytime someone I meet someone new at a BurbSec, I go, hey, how'd you find out about this? Because I want to know what's working. Mm-hmm. And it's it's before I threw it on Meetup, it was almost always Twitter. Like, oh, I saw it on Twitter. Caught it on Twitter. So Twitter works really well. And so those are my two web main web presences that seem to do the best are meetup.com and Twitter. Uh, but we do have the website out there, and it's just static information. You can do a just a one-page site. Hey, we're CitySec. We meet here every X at this time. We have an average of so many people who work in these industries, and we usually wrap up around whenever, but it can go as late as this or that. Just all of that—the basic stats about your setup, and then an email address they can email if they got questions.
0: Yeah no that's and that's yeah that's good um I and I can confirm that <laughs> you're not gonna get a whole lot of people because we've we do we do the same thing so we ask so well, how'd you hear about us and it's easy, like the itology website oh we heard it from this person uh I don't know if we have we've had too many Twitter and we have we have never used meetup but I'm gonna actually definitely go have to go check that out yeah um, that, I look, mean
1: that was that response was crazy yeah and, look you at, know what, and it, it may very well vary by city it mm-hmm. might that might just be a big Chicago fad I don't know. Try it out, see what happens. Right.
0: Well, and I'm looking at my traffic right now for a website, and we've got, you know, we've, we get a, 240 page views in february but that's just the month so
1: i'm well 240 versus the 15 people who show up like that seems like there's there's a lot of interest being generated for you there this
0: yeah well i mean you know like i said we we have it on our business card so it's like you said it's got a lot of static information i update it with pictures from time to time uh and i also do our meetup and our meetup agenda and then so i can just essentially instead of writing out like a long email because we have a list serve too i don't know if you guys have a list serve no, we uh, but we, we started up a listserv, which is more like it's an opportunity for people to share information or, you know, share links and talk about it uh, ahead of time or, or, you know, just during the month, you know, because we only meet monthly. Um, but then I also, you know, throw our, uh, our meet up and then are like a wrap up. So if people that missed it, um, they can go there and see what we did, what we covered and get a link to. Uh, we, we actually so one of the things we've done is we've started doing like Google Hangouts on air. Uh, cause one, we can stream that live and then two, it gets recorded. So then I have yeah. a recording of that presentation for people
1: that miss it. And we've actually yeah, had people. Great. That is great for your framework. That's, that's such a cool idea. Right. And that works because you do, yeah. have, you do grow presentations at yours. Right. So yeah, of course you'd want to be able to get those out to the people who couldn't make it, who maybe are kicking themselves cause they had to work late or something, but now they can stream it while they're at work. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that is a great idea. Um, our our meetups either are too noisy or would be too too, <laughs> yeah. too lacking in content to be worth <laughs> streaming. There we on a, on a occasion there's every I think like twice a year there's a month where two of the burb will overlap, and so as a joke we'll do like an inter burbsec like Skype session, but you know nothing nice. nothing beyond that.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's a cool idea too. That's the thing that I love about uh, these city sex is that there's just so much creativity. You could take them so different ways. There's like no set format. Everyone's a little bit different, and you know, like you said, whatever works for for the people that want to do, you know, however they want to have the format is is what will draw people out.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I, I I gotta stress like do what works the best for you for your people and what what's your group seems to be into there's no right or wrong format uh, aside from things like the obvious like elitism and and you know alienating people um you know don't i, I i'm I'm not even a big fan of the hey this group is only for people who are actively working in the information security field. Like I understand the point of it. Like and really the only time I see you want to be able to filter that is when you just have too many people showing up and you got to mm-hmm. be like all right we have to we have to do something. Um I, I, like we have people who show up who don't who aren't even in IT. Who don't even want to work in IT but think what what's going on here is kind of cool and they like they like hearing the cool stories about some of the cool stuff we did but they're you know uh illustrators or something um acrobats (laughs) and they and it's like yeah cool you like what we're into and and hanging out with us come on in like i'm totally open to we've had people show up who had no path no career path were freshmen in like community college Who were just taking you know English and math classes and didn't know what they were going to do. And now here it is a few years later and they're definitely InfoSec majors just from coming to the meetups. Like, how awesome Mm -hmm. is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. So, yeah, don't just drop the elitism. That's, again, why I'm a big fan of anarchy. Like, (laughs) none of us are any any more important than any others of us. Knock it off. Hang out with everybody because, you know what, you're going to meet a lot of cool people when you're on the same level as them.
0: Yeah, definitely. So is there anything else you'd like to add that we haven't already covered?
1: No, I feel like I, I, I really got a lot off my chest. <laughs> <Yeah. but> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, great. A, it's a topic I'm passionate about, and, I, and, and I'm really excited that it's cropping up everywhere. Because like, I'm very anti-con, like anti-conference. And so people think it's funny. I'm super vocal about how much I hate conferences. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm like, yeah, start up a meetup. Start up a meetup in your college. <laughs> like meetups everywhere because that's what we need. Like we got to stop with these conferences because they're getting counterproductive. Just like have your local meetups. Like I understand why the, the conferences are so popular. And it's because everybody likes hanging out and talking with other like-minded mm-hmm. people. Yep. You don't have to get on an airplane for that. You you can get in a car. You can possibly walk or take a you know public transit to get that if you just have a good city meetup rolling. Right.
0: Well, and that that's interesting that you said that because you, you go to you're a pretty pretty regular conference goer.
1: Well, it's because I'm speaking. Yeah. Like I don't. I almost never go to a conference if I'm not speaking at it. And if I am speaking, like I go because I'm I, I'm I'm going to help people. And right. that's just what I like doing, you know. Uh, all very few of the conferences pay. Um, most of them don't even pay travel and expenses. Like if you see me speaking at a conference, that means I bought a plane ticket and I bought a couple nights at a hotel um, just to come there and and talk to you for an hour. Um, I, you know, if 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 that doesn't show you that I give a crap, I don't know what else you want. <laughs> no, that's good. I think that's. I'm not getting paid a grand to go do this. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep, You're
0: right. Well, but you are speaking on this exact topic at B-Sides National.
1: I absolutely am. And they, it's because they asked if I could do it. And they said, hey, can you come and give a do like a panel on verb sec? And I was like, why don't I do one better and do a panel on city secs? and I got a bunch, I t- called a bunch of friends who had started successful city sex that I knew of, that I just personally knew of in their areas. And don't get mad at me for leaving you out. I was just like, who no, are no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's cool. And, I'd, uh, I, I'm going to be there shooting pictures
1: anyway. So I right. have, a, have a job there. Um, yeah. And I, and it, so I got some people coming from my sec up in Michigan, which is a really cool and very unique city sec. setup. like they're in multiple cities in Michigan. So, um, I got Kate Vita coming down uh, to talk about that. I've got Fletcher Munson coming in from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, who's uh, just plugging away at it. Like his numbers aren't amazing, but he is super dedicated and he's got some super dedicated people who always show up, like really great people. And it's working out and I really like them up there. So he's going to come down and I have one of the original – founders slash coordinators of Verbsec prime coming with and we're like going to all give our own like unique opinions on like why we think what we do works and what doesn't work. And it's going to be really cool and really well-rounded.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that conference is April 16th. So if you're, if you could make it out, I would, I, that's one of my favorite conferences to go to. So, um, I highly recommend B sides Nashville.
1: All right. Anything you would like to plug? Oh man. <laughs> No, I'm not uh, – I think I self-promote enough. <laughs> the very fact that I'm on here is enough. Uh, I'm going to be uh, – I'm flying out Thursday. I'm going to go shoot an episode of a GameSpot show called Reality Check where we're tearing apart watchdogs. And I'm going to be training their hosts on some basic hacking and then sending them through like a hardware CTF. So that might be cool because we're taking ne- – hacking neophytes and then you know within a day sending them through a hardware CTF with like webcams and and uh, things like that and some lock picking. And so I'm freaking out about that right now. I'm trying to get a lab together. Um, I'll tweet out when that thing airs and we'll see how awesome or terrible it is.
0: All right. Well, uh, what's your, go ahead and give me your Twitter I Usually I have this ready, but I'm, I'm an awful, awful
1: person. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is definitely the best, best place to find me. I never shut up on Twitter. Uh, I, <laughs> At Johnny Xmas on Twitter, but it's spelled all leet, so it's, it's J-0-H-N-N-Y-X-M-4-S, Johnny Xmas. Uh, and I am all over the Twitter. So go ahead and hit me up, follow me, yell at me, tell me I dress weird. I'm all about it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you for joining me to discuss how to start a successful CitySec meetup.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tim. Always cool to be here.
0: And that will do it. Hopefully, you learned something. If you didn't, drop me a line on Twitter at Timothy D Block. That's D E B L O C K. Or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com. Let me know what you didn't learn and we'll cover it in a future podcast. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E I S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out my Patreon page at P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash E-I-S. Have a good one.